Amanda Hollywood on 101.5 FM. My name is Amanda Stefanik, and today's episode is dedicated to literary horror adaptations. And that very familiar tune we heard was Bernard Herrmann's Prelude from Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho from 1960, which was based on Robert Bloch's novel that was released a year before. And in this hour, we'll be hearing soundtracks and trailers from the movies of works adapted from such authors as Stephen King, Anne Rice, H.G. Wells, R. Levin, and more. But let's start out with the writers from the 1800s, like Bram Stoker and Mary Shelley, who introduced us to Dracula and Frankenstein, respectively. From the 1967 album, An Evening with Boris Karloff, we'll hear the actor who played Frankenstein's monster narrate a clip from Bela Lugosi's legendary performance as Dracula. And amazingly enough, both movies were released by Universal in 1931. We'll also hear from Patrick Doyle's 1994 score for Frankenstein, which was directed and starring Kenneth Branagh with Robert De Niro as the monster. But first up, let's hear another song from 1960 by Buddy Morrow and his orchestra, based on Edgar Allan Poe's 1845 poem, The Raven. And while it's not in the film itself, Roger Corman did direct a movie with the title Inspired by Poe in 1963, which starred Karloff, Vincent Price, Peter Lorre, and a young Jack Nicholson. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was in the bleak December, and the separate dying ember brought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's surcease of sorrow for the lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming, dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only words there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a flip and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of York. Not the least obeisance made he, not amid a stopped or stayed he, but with mean of lord or lady, perched upon my chamber door. Perched upon a bust of Alice, just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. 
this ebony burpee got it My sad fancy into smiling By the grave and stern decorum Of the countenance it wore Though thy crest be shorn and shaven Thou, I said, art sure no craven Ghastly, grim, and ancient raven Wandering from the nightly shore Tell me what thy lordly name is On this night's Plutonian shore Quoth the raven, nevermore Then methought the air grew denser Herfield from an unseen censer Sung by seraphim whose footfalls Tingled on the trumpet floor Wretch, I cried, thy God has lent thee By these angels he has sent thee Leave my loneliness unbroken With the bust above my door The first great fright film of the talking era was, of course, Dracula. Three sinister syllables forever synonymous with Bela Lugosi. He played the role a thousand times or more on the legitimate stage before transferring it to the screen. And his fame spread from Transylvania where he was born to become a household word. Count Dracula, Bela Lugosi. One and the same. A suave, sinister, supernatural figure. His unique voice somehow suited the peculiar intonations and inflections of a prince of darkness. Undead, 500 years. Hear that magnetic voice again now, as Bela Lugosi speaks to you from the past and introduces himself. I am... Dracula, I bid you welcome. Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make. The spider spinning his web for the unwary fly. The blood is the light, Mr. Renfield. I trust you have kept your coming here a secret. I've followed your instructions implicitly. Excellent, Mr. Enfield. Excellent. I have chartered a ship to take us to England. We will be leaving tomorrow evening. I hope you will find this comfortable. Thanks. It looks very inviting. This is very old wine. I hope you will like it. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? It's delicious. And now 
I'll leave you. Good night, Mr. Redfield. Blood-curdling, I'd say. Author Bram Stoker knew whereof he spoke when he wrote, The Blood is the Power. A powerful melodrama of the macabre, Dracula, the vampire film classic of 45 degrees longitude, 135 degrees latitude. It was remote, 3,500 miles from anything, in any direction. It was uncharted, it was chosen, and soon was to evolve into the island of Dr. Moreau, an island between reality and non-reality, life and death, an island drifting between now and the future. An island shrouded with a primal and unexplainable presence was the island of Dr. Moreau. Why was Moreau there? Was it to discover an answer for humanity? You will explore that in the battlefield, that war of the cells, and bring back the knowledge, the ultimate knowledge. Or to create a question. What were they? The Island of Dr. Moreau, starring Burt Lancaster and Michael York, also starring Nigel Davenport, Barbara Carrera, and Richard Basehart, American International Release Rated PG.
the town of Stepford, the men are getting exactly what they always dreamed of, perfect wives. And the dream is becoming a nightmare for the Stepford wives. A very modern suspense story from the author of Rosemary's Baby. The Stepford wives about what men can do behind closed doors. Uh, they were telling me about the men's association. Right now, it's strictly men only. Not to mention that creepy men's association. We moved here about two months ago, and Ed joins this men's association. Anything that gets him out of the house nights is fine with me. I like to watch women doing little domestic chores. You came to the right town. I want to please him now. I'll just die if I don't get this recipe. It took me so long to get the upstairs floor to shine. Charmaine's changed, Carol Van Zandt's changed, and so have all those other women's club members. I'm getting the hell out of Stepford. Bobby, it's gotten to you now. I just want to look like a woman. And you're not going to leave Stepford either, are you? Leave Stepford? Charmaine changed. Carol Van Zandt changed. She's changed! And stop telling me I'm crazy! You see somebody, you get some help, you, you see a psychiatrist. I think the men in the association are behind it. And my time is coming. Everybody's out looking for us, so don't panic. I want my children! Where are they? Charmaine changed. Bobby changed. And my time is coming. Columbia Pictures and Palomar Pictures present Catherine Ross and Paula Prentice in The Stepford Wives. A very modern suspense story from the author of Rosemary's Baby, rated PG.
You're listening to Mondo Hollywood's Look at Literary Horror Adaptations on UMFM. And that was Les Baxter with a track called Black Mass from the 1970 film The Dunwich Horror, which was based on a novella by H.P. Lovecraft. Before that, we heard two tracks honoring the work of Ira Levin with Mia Farrow and the theme to 1968's Rosemary's Baby, and the trailer to 1975's The Stepford Wives. And both of those movies, funnily enough, spawned TV sequels of their own. In this next set, we'll explore the 1970s and 80s, and authors like Peter Straub, Clive Barker, and Stephen King gave us Ghost Story, Candyman, and Cujo. We'll hear scores from all three of those films, as well as a piece of Lalo Schifrin's score from 1979's The Amityville Horror, which was based on Jay Anson's 1977 adaptation of a supposedly true haunted house in Long Island. We'll also hear the haunting voice of Isla Cameron from 1961's The Innocents, which was based on Henry James' classic ghost story, The Turn of the Screw. But first up... William Peter Blatty's 1971 The Exorcist took the world by storm, and two years later, so did William Friedkin's film starring Linda Blair and Alan Burstyn. Blatty himself adapted his 1983 sequel Legion for the screen in 1990, but the studio insisted on releasing it as The Exorcist 3, which we'll hear the trailer for. But first, from the soundtrack of 1973's The Exorcist, here's Anton Webern and Five Pieces for Orchestra. Seventeen years ago, an extraordinary motion picture touched our most profound, nameless fears. Do you dare walk these steps again? Satan grows stronger. You believe in possession, Father? He has found a haven. Come to take a little blood from you, Father. He has taken possession. The boy had been crucified. His web widens. I've just never seen anything like this in 20 years. Inside this cell. The killer drove an ingot into each of his eyes and cut off his head. Inside a man. Who are you? I am no one. A man we thought had died 17 years ago. He is inside with us. He will never get away.
This time you're going to lose. The real terror is back. George C. Scott in William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist 3.
Audrey Rose was born in 1959. She died in 1964, and at the moment she died, she was born again. Audrey Rose, the novel of reincarnation, is now a Warner paperback and will soon be a major motion picture. Audrey Rose, it will alter your ideas about life and death forever. Tonight's film deals with the supernatural as a possessed man attempts to destroy his family. Although edited for television, it may not be suitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Tonight, an ABC premiere presentation. Jack Nicholson. Shelley Juval. The ultimate exercise in terror. Anybody here? A masterpiece of modern horror. The Shining. Here's Johnny. 
Do you know what scares me? People who don't use their local library. Actually, it's a great place for everything. From watching videos and listening to music to using a computer, even literacy training and family reading groups. And of course, it's still the place to find all the books you could ever want. So check out your local library. Who knows? We might just run into each other.
What you are hearing is an actual radio broadcast. It is the only recording of the event. Roadblocks preventing people from leaving and entering the area. Everybody is under quarantine. Blood! We still do not have an official version of these events, and it's very difficult at this moment to get a fix on what has happened. Oh, God! These people are trying to eat their way inside. They cut into our signal. Ken? And their, their eyes. He's looking at me. For your safety. Please avoid contact with family members and restrain from the following. All terms of endearment for greater safety. Do not translate this message. Do not translate. Just listen to me. And that was Claude Foisy with a track from 2008's Pontypool, the Canadian horror film directed by Bruce MacDonald, which was adapted from Tony Burgess's 1998 novel, Pontypool Changes Everything. And thank you so much for listening to Mondo Hollywood today. I hope you'll join me again next week for another curated hour of spooky music. And in this final set, we'll hear from the works of two authors that scared young readers and teenagers with their horror fiction, Lois Duncan and R.L. Stein. We'll hear Danny Elfman's score for the 2015 big screen version of Goosebumps, which featured Jack Black as Stein. And that will be followed by the main title for Fear Street 1994, which is one of three new Netflix movies based on his teen series, before ending it off with Guns N' Roses with a cover of Sympathy for the Devil from Anne Rice's interview with the vampire, which turned her 1976 novel into a 1994 film starring Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Kirsten Dunst. So let's dive in now with a cover of Deep Purple's Hush by Kula Shakur which was featured on the soundtrack of 1997's I Know What You Did Last Summer. The Lois Duncan young adult novel from 1973 has also been adapted into a TV series, which just started streaming on Amazon Prime. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, stay safe and take care.
myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Have some sympathy and some 